Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I saw old white people. I definitely did, but I also saw young white people. I saw some slightly older than young people, white people. Poor white people? Yeah, some poor white people, less poor white people. Mm-hmm. What about white people who have money but still like uh, Atreyu? <laughs> I saw some of them there. They were at the stage. <laughs> uh, I saw white people from Wisconsin. I also saw white people from Minnesota. Wow. I mean, that is, that is like a sea of diversity. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... uh... It's 2020, people, and you're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. We are here to give you two reasons to swipe right. That's our hosts, Loose Cannon and Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and it is now 2020, bitches. I yes. am joined by the undercover Loose Cannon. Happy New Year, Loose. Happy New Year to you. Yes, I am undercover today. I am I'm in podcasting from the Cobras Mobile Studio, mm. but upgraded, as you can hear from the sound quality. Yes, yes, you are. You're coming through loud and clear. That's right. Uh, so uh, I, I prefer one or the other, but you know, hey, we got to give the people what they want, though. I forgot to. Uh, we didn't have a chance to because because when we recorded, but I didn't have a chance to say happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays to you too! And if that offends you, happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. How was your How was your holiday season? Did you have any any interactions with other members of your family? You know, uh, of course, yeah. We uh, we had to get together here at the house with the kids and their the spouses. Uh, and I got to tell you, the last few years of, of the gifts that I've been getting, I do kind of feel like uh, the universe is paying me back for my childhood, uh, where you know Christmas gifts really weren't all that great. Uh, I hope my mom's not listening, but Ooh, hey, okay. look, hey my, my parents did the best they could. That's not a complaint. Uh, I, I always had a lot of fun, you know, with, with family and stuff over the holidays, so I don't have any bad yeah. memories. But I definitely was not a spoiled kid when it came to toys. Um, well, sounds sounds a little like a complaint. 
You're right, uh, and so then maybe that's why I feel guilty. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually just blessed to to, to enjoy the time because now I really don't give a fuck. I, if I have, the, I basically buy shit I want uh, right. now, and uh, it's just nice that uh, I don't know. It just, it just seems weird. I, I'm definitely spoiled, and it's it's I definitely don't deserve it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I had a couple get-togethers. Now I, I miss the big uh, get-together with. Uh, uh, because of the timing and everything, that wasn't the same that we, we could work it out with the kids. Uh, I didn't get to go to the, the one that I talked about. I, I at least mentioned it once uh, last year, but I believe I brought it up other times where it's, you know, the, the small town, the farmers, the, 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 the southern Minnesota crowd. Um, but I, we went down to, um, the next day and met with Amy's mom and a couple of her uh, aunt and uncles. And uh, this year, uh, there were so few people there, so few men I was uh-huh. asked if I had a knife when someone had a hard time, and it was actually—it wasn't even for a, a, a present. It was to open some uh, uh, napkins. Oh, uh, napkin! You need a knife for napkins? That's yeah. a. That's night we did. Big... I had to go into the kitchen and find one. This thing was fucking sealed tight. All right. Well, that's, they, I was they say, that's an impressive, impressive wrapping uh, uh, from the factory on, on napkins. I've never needed any kind of sharp blade to get those open but all right so you didn't have one though but somebody else did well, hopefully okay. next year one of those uh we they, they do a secret santa thing every year uh hopefully uh one of the whoever gets me will get me a, like a a holster uh knife that i can just wear every time i go down there that way i, I, those, uh, I feel like an idiot you know not prepared what are those uh butterfly knives that basically are guaranteed to, to cut you the uh the ones you'd flip around oh, the, well you, you well there's different kinds but the leatherman is the can the 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 choice of the the hip wearing knife wearer i'm it's, talking about the ones they're like it's like almost like it came out about the same time as ninja stars where you try to well, you try to do tricks with it and you <laughs> every pretty, every pretty but much. every butterfly knife i've 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 ever seen is came from like a county fair and that thing is about as sharp as a butter knife so you don't get hurt too much other than banging your knuckles trying to master the the craft of of a butterfly knife you ever notice that a lot of like uh the stuff that are used in like you know for uh What's that style of fighting you're talking about? Uh, I, I was going to say Chinese <laughs> kung fu, oh, yeah. karate. Dem, dem, you know, the there's Chinese a lot of, fighting. Yeah, the Chinese fighting. The karate movies, Bruce Lee. You haven't noticed, no matter whether it's just the fighting itself or like the things like the nunchucks or the 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 the, uh, the butterfly knives, yeah. there's always a lot of buildup before they do anything. It's like, uh, and, then, then, then you, and then nobody ever seems to get hurt. They take a, just a shit ton of beating and can just give it back. We're getting a little yes. off tra- topic here. Um, so yeah, not not a lot of Christmas stories. Uh, the, I think the funniest thing I heard this year was I didn't think the Jews ate the pork. <laughs> but uh, well, how about you, man? Uh, you, how was uh, things for the Loose Cannon uh, family uh, for Christmas this year? Ah, uh, this year was super low key. Basically, we had um, well, you know, just mentioned is that that on uh, Christmas Eve we had a couple friends over, and one of them was the new boyfriend of. Uh, my, my one of my wife's friends and his name was Nacho and I knew that that he was coming over so I had all kinds of you know Nacho uh, cheese jokes and, and things like that ready for him but I, I opted not to use them uh, what do you think yeah uh, that was a uh, that was a mistake man all right well you know uh, I just was in the Christmas spirit but uh, the thing I was really disappointed is the other friend was supposed to bring over a boyfriend that I had, I had seen a picture of that yeah and apparently they broke up right right before but he had a neck tattoo mm. in the picture. As well as the, there, there's two things that uh, I'm an old man about, and that is <laughs> two what, things well, in my the, ass. That, uh, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> about about facial uh, or, or bo- things you do to your your body as far as piercings and stuff. One of them, in, well, in I'm gonna get bold them, prediction here. I'm gonna be 100 yeah. percent on board with whatever these are because I think one's already <laughs> gonna be a neck tattoo. But carry on. All right. So first off, 
for the well, okay neck tattoos uh, and also the things on in the ears that expand like africans or whatever but they're mm, gauges uh, is that what you call them yeah. okay so this guy had one that yeah, wasn't my the small uh, son-in-law ones. has one i remember that um i forget how big shout out to logan this, yeah okay this were about this guy had about like a half to three quarter inch ones where they're just kind of dangling and my, my my son his his math teacher has them too fourth grade math teacher and i can't do anything but stare at them when i go to parent teacher conferences i'm like what the, what the fuck did you decide to? i what i'm saying is there's two things if you're gonna do that to your ears or your neck that's a big leap for employment yeah. yes well it used to be it doesn't seem like it is now i think a neck tattoo is still uh, that, that's that's something. I mean, Man, what, I what do you know. do to? What about tattoos on your for, fingers? But if you go in for an interview, like I, I knew this realtor that was 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 uh, had two sleeves, just like Tommy, all the way to his wrist and stuff like that. But he had long sleeve shirts, and he could pull it off, you know, during the day, uh, and then he could rock out at night or whatever like that. But the but a neck tattoo, you got to be like the uh, the guy from uh, what's that thing that that Fred from Scooby Doo wears all the time, the ascot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> Okay, so you gotta at least have that on if you're going in for an interview. I mean, neck tattoos—that's that's right, right before a face tattoo. Yeah, an extreme. I, look, I mean, it's definitely not my cup of tea. I, 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 I I'm kind of irritated with how I don't know the tattoos in general have jumped the shark that they don't they don't have any of the meaning that they used to. And yeah, you know, even though it's a lot safer, you know, I you used to be worried that people with a lot of tattoos were gonna you know stab you. Uh, now you're just like wondering if they're going to cook your food right. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Anyway, so it was neck tattoos and, and, and nachos uh, for my Christmas Eve. But mm, nice. I do have another a story from the past. I just wanted your opinion on if I could. Yeah, it's let's little... hear it. This is uh, like a holiday time, time thing or just a family thing or both? No, no. This is this is a holiday from, from years past. It's a it's a classic in my my psychological makeup um, from about... So this is going to give fa- us a peek into like what made you who you were or not. <laughs> I think I was the same person. Let's go with it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but it still, it still makes me angry. Yeah, Oprah's um, supposed to be in town here this week, so I'm starting to channel her yeah, just oh. to, to keep Kid Rock away. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, so yeah, so the so the breakdown is this. Uh, so uh, and there's there's some some build up before this. So I'll just say that that basically my brother in law and myself uh, have not seen eye to eye for for many years, and about two years before this happened, one of them has to do with a uh, financial situation with helping out a certain family member over the years that have has been one sided. You got that? Just got to it. start out with. I'm guessing okay. you're on the side that has helped. Correct. Yes, and okay. uh, the side that is ignored and not even acknowledged the fact of the help. Uh, but anyway, so that is important going into this. But essentially, we had um, them over for Christmas. Is, is he uh, by chance we, also like willing to like sponge off you at in any opportunity or? Um, in a way, yeah. There's there's years past where unannounced, not even asking for anything, and they actually d- didn't live in the country at this time. Um, they would come over for a week at a time and just expect <laughs> to, expect without asking to just borrow my car whenever they wanted to. Is your brother-in-law um, my mom? <laughs> uh, no, that okay. would be odd. Yeah, that would yeah. be weird. My brother-in-law has a vagina. Is that the name of the show? <laughs> like the other one? <laughs> Start a new podcast. All right, but but anyway, so there's there's stuff like that. Just normal, I guess, uh, rules or manners are out the window. Um, so anyway, so so. This is when I lived in Florida, and so it wasn't winter wonderland during during the holidays. And we have this HOA that all is it makes us uh, 
uh, keep our house to a certain standard. And, but basically, they made us an HOA clean our roof. for the, the uneducated listeners is a, a homeowners Home- association where you basically pay people to tell you what to do with your property. That is completely correct, and it okay. pretty much is unavoidable in, in worse Florida. than taxes. Yes. Oh, it's, really? It's, like it's, the a, it's a. It's a. Well, there's a lot of retired people in Florida, so kind of it makes sense, I guess. Anyway, I'm I'm diverting. Carry on. No, no, right, right. But it always goes sideways. Like there's always like the uh, the HOA Nazis and things like that, and you have to mm-hmm. to fight for things. And one thing they, one thing they do, which is really fun, is they'll go and just say your roof needs to be cleaned, and you have 30 days to get it done, or there's a fine. Okay. So anyway, so our. our our roof is being cleaned, which means there's chemicals dripping off the sides of it and things like that. They've got these huge, you know, high-powered, uh, yep. you know, devices doing such. So anyway, so he knows this is going on, but he doesn't, you know, like do any kind of of uh, uh, prep work, like kind of like wait until somebody's done spraying. And he he walked under the roof, and some stuff dripped on him. So he walks inside, and his from the chemicals, his shirt, his brand new shirt apparently is bleached. His his shoes are bleached, and his the band on so his some newly... splatter of of the the roof cleaning hit his 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 person. And, yeah, uh... exactly. Which is which is called bleach, but he's got chemicals yeah. on. He's got yeah. the band of his watch all bleached. And, and he's it like... like ruined his shirt and a pair of shoes, and he and okay. it's most importantly his watch band. So he goes, "What are you going to do about this?" I'm like, uh, "What do you mean?" He pulls up. It, 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 he pulls up a receipt of his watch where he just got is made of like alligator skin from like Zimbabwe or something. My shit. kind of guy, man. Yeah, and he's got a receipt. He's got and basically, receipt on his person. He's got it on his in his email, and he just shows all of this is basically has a combination of like four hundred dollars in damage because the watch band alone was like three hundred dollars. What are your thoughts about about this situation? What would you do in your position or his? I, his, okay. you're you're that you're him to begin with. You okay. walk L- under L- under a dripping roof, and then what is your next move? Big big shock. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate, uh, <laughs> mainly because I want to poke at you. But no, I, <laughs> look, I I don't know the guy. It sounds like there's this is not something that actually goes away with a little calmness. I might be prone, as you or know, if I if, if if something just sets me off for a moment, if I don't get five minutes of no interaction with people, I may not act appropriately. And then I might act like him. I might say, this is your fault. You should be required to pay for this. I got a feeling when I calm down, I would be really bummed about it, especially if that stuff cost a lot of money. I mean, I have to put it in context, right? I would never buy a watch band that, well, I don't wear a watch. I, I, I don't know, $400 in clothes? I don't know that I have ever, uh, boy, no, I've never worn an outfit, maybe other than for prom, where the clothes might have cost $400. If I was at your house and I went to your backyard and I walked, I walked in your grass and I stepped in dog shit <laughs> and you didn't, and you didn't own a dog, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you, or, or if you even did, I wouldn't say you have to replace my shoes. That well, is, you can't it's scrape not, dog I, shit off a shoe without, uh, you might, you might want me to clean them though, right? No, I wouldn't do anything. I'd say, look, I wasn't watching where I was Where's going. And I fucked up. So point being is, it, it wasn't me. I wasn't on the roof with a fucking bleach hose spraying him This sounds like down. a Judge Judy episode. Like, who is at fault here? Maybe the homeowners I, association. You should, you should have sent uh, sent him to them. They're the ones that fucking made this whole th- uh, chain of, put this chain of events in place, right? Because right. of so, a, so, a dirty roof. <laughs> what does that even mean? How dirty was your fucking roof, man? Uh, it's just it's just a normal cleaning you have to do in Florida every five years or whatever. But so, the, so anyway, so so getting to this though, so he goes, what what should I do? He's like, well, 
you need to go after that that company and have them reimburse me. Hmm. So I ended up having to go through all this process, do all this stuff, and end up and, and then through all this, I handed. I just wanted to see what would happen. Let, let's say we did all this and you were angry, and it was two or three days later, and I hand you a check for four hundred dollars. You're staying at my house for a week, by the way. Yeah. Okay. What do you do with that check? I, at that point, I'm probably already regretful. I'm not sure. I, uh, I, I look. Uh, uh, the best I can come to give a real life scenario. Uh, um, some buddies and I, you know, like when I was in college, we, we came back from the bar and started roughhousing a little bit, and my glasses got broken. The process. There was never intent to break my glasses, but the fact of the matter is, somebody broke them while I was fucking hammered. It was his fault. It took about a week before I could actually muster up because it turned into a fight that night after that. I had to reconcile the event myself because I was like, hey, look, I, I'll get new glasses. I'm not really blaming you. We were, we were just messing around. You know what I mean? So this seems similar to a situation like that, except for he wasn't drunk. He's just a dick and he still wants the money. I don't know that, uh, like, I just, I, I think by that point, my cooler head would have definitely prevailed and I would have said, I don't know, this is out of your own pocket, not from the company. Correct. It's out of my own pocket. In short, I had to, basically, it wasn't me. It was this company. And I was told to go after the company, deal with their whole risk management, blah, 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 blah. Spend all this time doing this bullshit. When in the end, I didn't get anything. And I ended up handing this guy a check for $400, which he happily accepted, cashed, and then stayed with me in the next five days. Merry fucking Christmas. Hello, Lakeland. Y'all ready to rock in the sunshine state? They got rednecks wrestling pine thugs. They got drunk girls going wild. Party with margarita villas and serial killers while you watch a gator eat a child. They probably leave the nation in public masturbation. They're jerking up all over the place. Forget the key lime pilots, get a bath salt hot and munch on the stranger's face. Because anything goes to Florida. Come on down and do your worst. Stole the rail of a dumping, naked and a coffin. Chances are you won't be the first. Doing anything, anywhere, anytime, in LA. They got meth labs and magic kingdoms, titty bars and the KKK. And when shit goes down, you can stand your ground and blow your neighbor away. Wow, did you write that song? Yeah, I mean, Vince Neil helped. I'm guessing because of our unique setup today that you are not drinking a beer right now, Loose Cannon. Uh, no, I didn't grab a silo uh, from <laughs> from the grocery store and just wink at the cashier and say, time for lunch. Uh, uh, well, for uh, my birthday, my wife bought me uh, an Advent beer calendar with a bunch of German beers where you oh. open it during the, the first 24 days of December. So I brought those down to my uh, my stepson's house here in Waseca, Minnesota, where I'm rec- currently recording from his kitchen. And if it's all right with you, I'm going to crack open something called a Whitman Your Hall Unser Original. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention for for my Christmas gift, I got a T-shirt that says "Dog Beers I've Had One Seventh." <laughs> 
Ah, that's not. I want one. <laughs> very, very controversial uh, T-shirt when you wear it out. I don't know. I the, the, we may need to address the dog beer math again at some point in twenty twenty. But uh, I think so. With that, uh, we had a pretty good, pretty good two thousand nineteen, didn't we? We did. Yeah, I want. I want to uh, pause to say thank you to the listeners. Our, our. I put this in the private group. Essentially, the amount of listens we had to our show in two thousand nineteen were more than 2017 and 2018 combined. So thank you to everyone. Quick round of applause. Thank you. To anyone who has shared our our uh, show with anybody. The previous years, we've had more reviews. I think more because we pushed for them. So if you could, maybe just pause the show right now. Go to that podcast app you're listening to. Go to Podchase or whatever. Just throw some stars up there. Quick blurb about us. It really, we'd really appreciate it. But, but, but regardless... Thank you so much. We would we would talk to the wall probably uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. So, so for the last two years, we've taken pride in always coming out with with uh, new content every Tuesday, and Tuesday is always going to be our release date. But now going forward, it's going to be every two weeks. Every Tuesday, you're going to get a, new, a fresh new Cobras episode. Correct. And then we'll, we'll still be doing the interviews throughout the year. So those will probably just be spliced in on, on open weeks. And there'll probably be times where just in an emergency situation, we'll need to do an extra one. Plus, you know, I mean, there's the asshole radios and the right rocks that'll probably fill in some of those gaps as well. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, fresh, uh, brand new Cobras and Fires episode, just to keep it consistent, this is what we can guarantee. And it's just uh, basically to make lives a little less hectic for both of us, if I understand it right. That's right. This way we're not scrambling for blabbermouth articles last minute because there's no new, new yeah. ridiculousness that's come out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually, part of me is open because I don't know, uh, maybe we shouldn't tell the listeners this, but a lot of times we'll record two or three episodes at a time. Ooh, and sometimes secret. when they come out, like uh, the news we're talking about is about a month and a half old. So maybe we can get a little fresher uh, when we come to that trying to do one at a time every two weeks but uh anyway yeah that's the big news there so it's a little just uh, we're going to tie into that but you mentioned reviews and one of the things we're going to commit to <laughs> being better at is to actually read the reviews when we get them we do have a fairly fresh one here from a guy named jason campbell he posted on december 19th so keeping it fresh <laughs> so uh jason wrote uh this is how it comes from the facebook page they're almost as sarcastic as i am and they play music that i actually enjoy my favorite podcast. Keep it up, boys. Thank you, Jason. I'm glad we're nice. finally we're finally someone's number one. I mean, you know, <laughs> we 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 get a lot of leftovers from you know the decibel geek crowd and talk to me and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, suck it, uh, uh, Stephen Michael. Yeah, this one usually says this is like these other podcasts. This is one I tolerate. Is usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, let's get into some of the social media stuff. Why don't you, you the Stitcher program is still going on? Remind our listeners uh, the special deal they can get if they use a Cobras and Fire link on the the brand new Stitcher Premium. If you go into the Stitcher app, you can actually upgrade to Stitcher Premium uh, using the code COBRA. Just all caps, COBRA. It's going to give you one month of free access where you get no ads, you get bonus content from your favorite shows out there, and also exclusive content. There's tons of podcasts that are only available to Stitcher Premium users. So, Plus, you get one month of Disney Plus for free too, right, Luce? <laughs> no, that's not correct. Oh, not I, at all. Did I have that wrong? <laughs> you did have that wrong. Please uh, stick stick to the actual script that I have here. If All right, you do tell, them, continue, tell them one more time what they got to type in to get the 30 days free. Uh, so when you're in the Stitcher app, you just go to the premium tab, enter the code COBRA, 
to get no ads, bonus content, and exclusive episodes. Uh, and we were talking about the Cobras and Fire group that, that you shared, uh, kind of a thank you for everybody for the year. You should swing by Facebook.com, search out the Cobras on Fire group. We just got a couple more members today. You get to talk to other people who are in the group. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Cobras and Fire. Our Twitter handle is at Cobras Fire. And, of course, the best way to find all of these places, quick links just to take you right to each one of these spots. Where is that, Luce? That is the sexy website, com.
we just pause for a moment to pour a little liquor for those that have passed in 2019. And uh, one I want to talk about specifically is Paul Stanley. Yes, Paul Stanley, uh, P-A-W-L. Paul Stanley on Twitter is no longer a thing. Um, uh, uh, Twitter got a complaint and took it down. Can you explain what Paul Stanley on Twitter is, please? Paul Stanley, P-A-W-L, on Twitter was a parody account where uh, this this character, Paul Stanley, would tweet out, I don't know, self-indulgent, kind of negative shit, and then hashtag it live to win all the time. Um, <laughs> I have one of the tweets uh, right here. Uh, you, can't, you can't find him anymore, so hopefully this is nice. But uh, um, this is about uh, in regards to the Vinny's birthday bash. Not for nothing, but I'll bash Vinny whether it's birthday or not. Hashtag live to win. Nice. So, um, yeah, and I suppose at this time I can... Um, I can probably come public on this a little bit, at least uh, for myself and one of the the other contributors. But yeah, I, over the years, I mean, you were actually one of the first people um, to ask, and and of course, I did uh, let you get behind the curtain on this one, so you've known. But uh, I, yes, to the people who have asked, I I am one of the people who runs Paul Stanley's, I ran, I should say, the the Paul Stanley Twitter account. So uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's myself, Rob Kern, and I don't, I don't. So if you're friends with Rob Kern or you know on, on Facebook, you probably already know who the third guy is. I just don't feel comfortable saying his name right now. Maybe he doesn't want it out there. I know Rob and I came came public on it, uh, but with that said, you know Rob, I'm talking about from the uh, from out of nowhere podcast. Uh, you know, missed that by the way, and also uh, the Loud, Drunk, and Angry sh- uh, show on Uncontrolled Noise Radio Network. Uh, and I think my uncle at some point uh, somehow he's, <laughs> he's he's a role model for me that's for sure. But yeah, Rob, uh, Rob and I started this. Um, I don't know years ago. Paul Stanley used to like text the, or, or tweet these motivational things like this 92 year old woman just ran a marathon. You, what did you do today? Hashtag live to win. So on a lark, <laughs> and I was probably drinking. I, I I messaged Rob. I'm like, it would really be fun to fill Twitter. With like, I, in my head, it was just going to be my personal Twitter page and his personal Twitter page, where we would tweet much more shady, almost Cobra hack type things, and then hashtag it "Live to Win" with the idea that we were just going to hijack "Live to Win." You know, it's like you know, just cut in front of a, or you know, just paid for my uh, caribou coffee with money out of the tip jar. "Live to Win." That kind Perfect. of shit, you know what I mean? Um, and it turned in, and then next thing I know, Rob is sending me a message. He's got the Twitter account set up, and he's like, go at it. And so, yeah, <laughs> for the last, uh, I don't know, four, four or five years, we've been, you know, just having a lot of fun with the Kiss universe. Um, all <laughs> we, we have a theory, too. We actually think Paul Stanley, the real one, um, uh, kind of secretly enjoys it. Now, Paul was eventually uh, followed by both Gene's kids. Um, we, he was blocked by Tommy Thayer and Gene Simmons and just in the last year, uh, Paul Stanley, but I'm pretty sure the, the, the permanent suspension came via a tweet about Vinnie Vincent because it was about an hour after that I, I tweeted out, I had shared a news story where the headline was, uh, Vinnie Vincent talks about what's missing from him. You know, what, what's, what's keeping him from releasing a box set. Uh, and I said, what's keeping him from releasing a box set is interest. My pajamas cost more than your car. Looking good, Vin. Live to win. <laughs> so, uh, and shortly after that, like all of a sudden, the, the account was suspended. We uh, looked into it, and it's a permanent suspension for impersonating somebody, even though there are tons of parody accounts on Twitter, and this one was clearly marked as a parody account. Uh, Can I tell you one of them that I enjoyed yeah, from back in the up? day? Was uh, 
<laughs> he just puts, he goes, I love super gluing nickels on the floor. So when Gene, try, <laughs> Gene tries to pick them up, he throws out his back. Live to win. <laughs> uh, uh, inspired by a true story. Here's another one. Uh, I just signed off on this year's Kiss Cruise merch. I had no idea 4XL was a size. Hashtag live to win. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> How many tweets? 500? Oh, oh, it was close to a thousand, yeah. Um, wow! Uh, but you know, it, it had really picked up some popularity recently. Um, maybe thanks to to shows like Shout Out Loudcast. I know they talked about it a couple times. So thank you guys for that. Uh, oh, here's another one that I love. Uh, every time I meet a fan on the Kiss Cruise, I think I've been taking this guy's allowance for forty years. Hashtag Live to Win. <laughs> but I think I, we might have mentioned that one somewhat recently. But uh, well, you did. That's all right. Uh, it's, but it's uh, still good to hear. But I remember too that when I first met you, though. I asked you about it, and you fucking denied it until you knew me more. <laughs> oh, yeah. You told well, me. We were going to keep it a secret, you know? I mean, it was just like, yeah. I, I think Rob actually let it out of the bag with Chris Sinzak. I'm not positive. Chris can confirm that. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Rob and I did most of the contributing. And actually, for the, probably the last year, it was it was largely me. Rob had some, some crazy shit going on in his own life that kept him from important shit like tweeting on the fake Paul Stanley account. <laughs> Um, but the, 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 the gentleman that I won't name was, was active probably the, the first few months of it. Uh, but again, I, I, there's no, no issue there. I just don't want to, I haven't spoken to him and I just haven't really heard that he wants to, to be known. Guarantee, so. guarantee it was because you finally made some Vinnie Vincent jokes on there or more yeah. at the time. <laughs> just see the, the timing of it went and you know, he, him and his crowd have a tendency to, you know, be a little bitches about shit. So, yeah. So, so thanks a lot. You humorless fucks. <laughs>
In our top five episode, you, you, you know, you, you kind of reminded the listener that your goal every year is to own the top five albums on your personal list on vinyl. And you, you, you talked about your own struggles just accomplishing that feat. I ran into my own complication just buying some vinyl recently that, that kind of reminded me of that, that comment. Is it okay if I share with you? Please. All right. Well, I bought the new Danko Jones. And I, I, it came to me, and I open it up. I'm excited to play this thing. The, it's got a nice little, they call it ice blue or so, snow blue or something like that. Um, and I put this thing on my turntable, and it doesn't fit. Like, it's, it's, the hole is too, I'm going to have to get a drill and poke the hole and drill it out. Like, it, like it's not snug, because I have records that are kind of snug and are kind of tough to put on and on. you kind of got to be careful so you don't snap it. This fucker just teeters on that little arc of the nub. Uh, am I, do they have different size uh, turntable nubs in Canada? I don't know. I just uh, It reminded me of you. So I haven't, even heard, the, I haven't heard the damn thing. Yeah, it's a metric a hole, not a, not a standard. So. Yeah. Oh, man. What, what do you think about that, Lewis Cannon? Well, I'm I'm actually okay. So you actually got the one that was blue, as yes, well. I did. Gatefold. Yep. Okay. So apparently, this was on the same run. So I got mine yesterday too, and I was like, "Is it?" I was like, "Is it the Danko Jones one he was pitching about?" I was thrilled to get it. You know, beautiful it looks, it gatefold. Looks great. looks great. Blue vinyl. I put it on the turntable. I'm like, "Huh, this feels a little snug." But unlike you. I wanted to really listen to this record. So I pressed it down. It's still on there. And, <laughs> and, and apparently I need to buy a new record player. And that one's just my Danko Jones record player. Cause that, that motherfucker is not coming off. I'm like, how is this? There's like little creases on the, on, on the thing. I'm like, how, how hard is it to have the right size drill bit? Why is this so difficult? I had to take that thing off with like a, um, the thing you used to remove a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting there slowly moving it uh, over. It took like it took like five minutes to get out without snapping oh, that record man. in half. And the entire time I'm thinking about this is is I remember seeing a cartoon that uh, was shared in our group. It says the thing that attracts me to vinyl the most is both the expense and the inconvenience. I'm like, how is how is it this difficult? But then I like I how you remember I, the cartoon, but not who shared it. Oh, uh, who did it? It was me. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. So, some other person. Rick. Okay, it was you. Well done. Uh, I'm sure nobody's ever shared that cartoon before. No, I, so. got, I, don't, even, I don't remember who I stole it from. <laughs> but yeah, so doing this, I'm like, okay. So I'm going through the expense of getting this. I can't get... Th- th- so I'm going through the expense. I love music. This is what I'm getting Getting at. I'm like, why am I even going through all this? Why don't I just buy... Why don't I just buy some posters and some artwork and listen to it streaming? Because this is too much difficulty. But then I drop the needle. Have you actually listened to the record yet? No, no I still have to, get the, I have to get out the old uh, craftsman or the skill drill and Right, so that's the next thing I did is I went and got through all my drill bits and I stuck it in there and slowly turning it and and charring little pieces of cardboard. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'll actually probably use a a file of some sort, but uh... okay, whatever. But I'm doing this and then I drop the needle on the record, and uh, it is it is so quiet. It's defective. The actual vinyl is defective. It's to the point where I, hmm. I, would, I would put other ones on there where the point is like it halfway cranked. So the level cranked. is like kind of like it's pressed low or something like that. Way low. I've never even it had anything. Like it's, no, it's the quietest thing. Thanks. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's – I'm guessing we had the same production run um, from the, the whole size. But I'm like that hey, – did, did you get a download code on like a, a piece of photocopy paper that was clearly cut by hand by with the scissors? 
Well, right. That's what I'm saying too. There's a lot. I was no, looking really, for the download code. Just, you know, I mean, for thirty bucks, you can get those printed on uh, um, what's that uh, that that digital website, uh, Instaprints or, or something like that. Or 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 just like a like a business card. Yeah, the inside of it. That's what is, I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, you just get a business card with that information on there, and it'll, it'll look a little better anyway. Was your blue vinyl outside of the record thing too? Like inside the like? The, no, it was in it, it out- the sleeve. Yeah. No, mine was outside in the plastic thing and the actual. Sure, mailman didn't open it and play it. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) he's got a record player in his mail truck. (laughs) Nice. So then I'm like, I'm like, why do I have this? Then I ordered. uh, basically, I ordered Alice Cooper Last Temptation. The wrong version showed up from Amazon. I had to send that back. And then I ordered my number one for Texas Hippie Coalition, High in the Saddle. And it shows up. It's First off, it said it was a, a double vinyl, which makes no sense because it was a 40-minute album. I'm like, okay, great. That's odd. But uh, then it shows up, and it's a colored vinyl that looks like a gobstopper. It looks like they took all the colored <laughs> – like, like, like they melted whatever was left in the vinyl vat – was it was like uh, it wasn't even a tie dye. It just looked like somebody threw up over the record. That one wouldn't even play, so I had to start, send that one back. I'm like, why? I am trying, Baco. I am trying to give these artists money, and and from the production to the shipping to them being listed wrong, everything is going wrong against me. And, and to them, why has this happened? Why can't we just have a quality product? I, I only ask because it's you. Um... You don't see a karmic connection to all this stuff happening. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm the person. I'm a person that has a music pause. You know who this should happen to? Is it because the Cobra hacks? Is this why this is happening? It, it's for so many things, Luce. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to steal my music and move forward. Nice.
time do you spend following former Scorpions drummer James Kotak's Twitter page? <laughs> I love it when you ask this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> it's amazing the social pages that you follow. That's all I can tell you. The answer is uh, no, please. I don't even know who he is. So please give me his background a little bit more. Is he always a Scorpions drummer? Is he a drummer of note? What? Yeah, well, he was like a Scorpions drummer somewhat recently. I first heard of him when he was like detained in Abu Dhabi or something like that. Uh, Abu Dhabi, am I I'm not even fucking saying that right? The, <laughs> somewhere, you know, somewhere in Saudi Arabia area. Um, oh, by the way, Abu Abu Dhabi uh, is where David LaRoth lives. Nice. Uh, I I don't remember the exact reason, but of course, the Scorpions went on and played a show without him. He apparently is no longer in the band, I and mean, we might know why. I can thank Vic Ruiz for bringing to my attention that he was, I, th- I think, the original drummer and maybe current drummer of uh, the Reunited Kingdom Come, if you remember those guys. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I know I know that they're in Monsters of Rock, and they're the one where, like, why are they on the Monsters of Rock, Bill? <laughs> ah, fuck that. I loved it. Okay. Uh, anyway, let me hit you with some of these headlines. Uh, these are things that he's been tweeting anyway. All right. All right. Uh, it's back in November. He took to Twitter. Uh, I don't know if the dates are important. He blasts these out so fucking much. Um, he said he went on Twitter and did, said this. Okay, so the percentage of black Americans in the U.S. is about 13%. So why are they re- represented 50 to 60% on all commercials? Just saying, ca- call me out if you have a reasonable argument. All right. So he's Maybe none of you of have the balls to speak the truth, he added shortly after that tweet. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Kingdom Come, ha- Kingdom Come. First off, I still be loving this guy, but but so he, he's a big fan. That of was what Vic said. He was like, "How are they not fired this fucker yet?" Wow. Okay, so he's he's saying that uh, statistically, it doesn't make sense that 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 the black Americans are in half of uh, of the commercials. Yes. Yeah. They they don't come to his house on the holidays. Why should he see them in commercials? Yeah. So How can he afford thing, that car? You racist piece of so, shit. <laughs> So he's saying that <laughs> statistically, saying. Uh, statistically, when his family comes to the holidays, that there's a 13% chance that one of them is black. Yes? Mm-hmm. And if, if it was higher than that, then that goes off. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm I guessing don't really in know his it. gene pool, the, the, the percentage is much lower statistically. <laughs> I'm guessing, yes. But um, <laughs> I, 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 Sounds like a lot of fun, this guy. I hope with the, the next Kingdom Come press conference, he whips that fact out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they give him a spot during his drum solo that he just gets to like, <laughs> like share his spot. He does. On, uh... Oh, maybe he does. That's the whole thing. 
Uh, I'm going to let that go because I think it'd be great if he does the Bobby Blotzer thing when he comes out on stage and uh, says some crazy shit. uh, Just to remind you all, I'm kind of a dick. Uh, All right, so here's another one for you. This one has to do with law enforcement. He tweeted, all law enforcement should be men. Next time your house is on fire, who do you want? Six four Willie standing strong as an ox, or a five foot four petite Shelly? Jeez, please. <laughs> okay, is a law Shelly. enforcement also f- the ones who come to your house during f- a fire? I thought it was firemen. Is that, is that all kind of the same to you or not? Uh, I think those are firemen. Yes, I don't think there are people trying to uh, uh, arrest people during a fire. No, so he is. <laughs> He's a, so he he's a little want, off on that. He doesn't want black people buying cars or other stuff on, or eating you know McDonald's or whatever on on his TV commercials. At least not a disproportionate percentage. Racist piece uh, of shit. Because that, that affects him uh, on a, a very heavy way. He does not want women putting out fires for his law enforcement duties. What? Well, yeah, like already, I can see why you just com- continuously uh, yeah. uh, stay subscribed to his his, his page. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a he's a fucking barrel of laughs, man. This yeah. guy. Well, there's another one coming up here. You might like this one. Sure. <laughs> he is sick of seeing commercials. Again, he, he watches a lot of fucking TV, apparently. Uh, not like my not like my mother-in-law. Uh, I, my mother-in-law only has a TV, so she can mention how little she watches it. Oh! Oh, I there's, see. There's a holiday joke for it. He is sick, loose, of seeing commercials featuring interracial couples insisting that that is not reality. You racist piece of shit. I am oh. sick of every other commercial having interracial couples. This is not reality. It is Hollywood shoving it down our throat. I don't have one friend or friends who live in this category. Just saying. You racist piece of shit. Big shock that he doesn't have interracial friends, right? It is, but I actually did see this this uh, this post because it was shared on uh, Phil Ensemble's page. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just that Phil Anselmo gave it a like? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. Well, he liked all the other ones. This is the one I actually saw because it was shared. Okay. Oh, man. Are you sure this guy doesn't have a show on Fox? (laughs) I'm I'm not even sure this guy isn't at my Christmas parties. When the family gets together, there's always. I'm pretty sure this guy is the guy who really wants to educate all of us and tell us how the world really is. Uh, according to him, there's an 87% chance that he should have been at your Christmas party. <laughs> Statistically. That's some quick math. Uh, actually, like there is. Yeah, I think it's a higher percentage than that. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is a result of him uh, hanging out as the drummer for Scorpions and being around Germans too much. Mm. There's, your, say you? there's your link. Uh, anyway, climate change, my ass. It's all BS. So call out India and China and call them out. Democrats, just go away. We account for 1% of the world's population. Get off your planes, Dems. Dumbs. I got to believe he's not right on that 1%. I have one thing to say, and that's just play the fucking drums. (laughs) No shit. This is, by the way, yeah, this is why we don't let drummers talk. Okay, you just play the fucking tr- uh, drums. I have one last one for you that I want to close out for. Oh, please! This one goes back to July fourth. Oh, this is the fourth of. This is an Independence Day tweet. <laughs> this is probably gonna basically sum up everything we just read, depending on where you, you, your allegiances <laughs> lie. We may lose a, a, a small percentage of our listeners, but I'm guessing they're all just having fun with this, like we are. Happy fourth, Trump rules. That's it.
What's his name again? James Kotak, uh, former drummer of the Scorpions. The I want to keep saying that because I think they're the the ones that need to to get involved. Like, the, come out and say something, what? man. <laughs> but I, I have to say though that uh, first off, this guy is the opposite of a national treasure. Racist piece but of the, shit. But the, the other thing I, I have to say is that this is like what was the guy? You're saying he's white. <laughs> there you go. He has, racist piece of shit. Here's here's the here's the thing though is that racist <laughs> racist piece of shit. There are other national treasures, but they they uh, yes. But, no. Point being, only one of yeah, well. He, uh, what's the name of the the football player that would just jerk off at, a, at the drop of a dime everywhere? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's inmate seven seven three one nine two, but uh, also known as Kellen Winslow okay. Jr. This is the same thing as NFL. The King- Kingdom Come, the the Kingdom Come Incorporated uh, Corporation or whatever. What does it take to finally fire an employee <laughs> for, cause. for cause? This is enough. I mean, does it say on his page? I should mention he recently went. He, he recently went on Twitter to say, "Apparently, I'm not allowed to to talk. I thought we could have discourse." Oh my God! Anyway, yeah. uh, I love people that think this is discourse. Is, like, this, yeah. is this the time when we drop the uh, tour dates for Kingdom Come Scary Tour? <laughs> Catch James Kotak and the rest of King Come on a 2020 World Tour coming to you.
Thanks, Baco, for keeping it light for 2020. Nice, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, I'm always there for you, Luce. Uh, <laughs> go check out James Kotek on Twitter, people. <laughs> okay. Before we get too carried away, I did want to mention that we do have a couple of beers from the Bias of Beer campaign to get caught up. That'll be handled uh, uh, right quick as soon as we get into this yes. stuff. Um, we do have some surprises unrelated to our show coming up. I don't want to say exactly what they are, but they're in the can. So, the, uh, in addition to you know, like I said, the, we have a couple episodes that will keep us busy here for at least a, you know a few yep. weeks. But I did have one other little quick thing in the news that I wanted to hit you with before we got get out of here. Vinny Vincent just had his Christmas bash here in the middle of December. Uh, can I correct you, please? It's it's actually called the Vinny Vincent Christmas Gash. Oh. <laughs> Hey, uh, cheers to that. You're uh, into another one of these German beers here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> that take you off guard a little bit. Yeah, I'm leaving it in though, baby. Uh, the Vinnie Vincent Gash, Christmas Gash. He's got a apparently a Valentine's Gash. He does. Yes, ah. he's consistent. <laughs> disgusting. The Vinnie Vincent Hatchet Wound. Yeah. Um, anyway, Vinnie Vincent Gut Locker. <laughs> Man, uh, there goes the female audience again. Uh, all, we just got all, back. I know. Every every episode, we start making progress and we lose them. Sorry. Oh, man. When are we going to learn? Anyway. Uh, That's what we have. Well, at least we have two segments in a row of, of racism and misogyny. Got to keep up the, the quote. <laughs> uh, so Vinny talked about a, uh, a possible new box set called the Vinny Vincent Archives or something like that. He had a little uh, prototype that they held up on a table um, during his interview with Mike Brunn. And uh, he, uh, he he mentioned there's possibly 15 to 20 CDs going to be in this thing, and he's probably going to do a vinyl version of this. Of course, this is never going to happen. Even if it did, the price point for, I mean, the, the limited audience that, that, that uh, would be for a product like this, it would, ha- it would just be... A, it would make that box set from the 90s that he never delivered you know, seem cheap at 300 bucks for, for, what, six or seven cassettes or whatever. I don't know. If you put a run in uh, for 30, 30, you should be pretty good. Yeah, I haven't found a pressing plant that'll do less than, than 100, <laughs> so he's probably going to have 70 to 80 of these just sitting around that he's got to factor in the cost on. So, yeah, the, the price point of this thing is, yeah, especially the final version, <laughs> it's just like... It's going to be like 40 records. <laughs> oh, my God. And then what? You, look, and I'll say this. Yeah, t- Does it even make sense to, to, to press, like, demos onto vinyl? Like, ooh, man, I really enjoy the warmth of this, <laughs> this fifth-generation cassette recording. Can I tell you that, yeah. that, that what's what's very uh, unique about the Vinnie Vincent... Shoot you full of love. Sorry. What, what's very unique about the Vinnie Vincent uh, vinyl box set is the fact that the vinyls have uh, no holes. <laughs> Gotta drill your money. You have to He's guess. Saved money doing it that way. You get a discount if you get the no hole version. You have to measure exactly to the middle, and then they get. He gives you the drill bit. All these records spinning kind of off. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that you get one free with every Vinnie Vincent Fame Wagon purchase. Oh yes, that's right. It's in the trunk. God bless the guy. I, it does sound like the, the last event came off, and and you know as as expensive as it was, he did do like basically a two day ten hour meet and greet and if you're really into an artist that's not that bad of a deal for 500 bucks people pay more than that to uh stand next to kiss while they frown for eight <laughs> seconds um so yeah in, in a way Vinny's like he's bang for your buck when he does deliver but Dude. uh boy you know it's it's sketchy to get in there isn't it so a couple episodes uh ago we talked about reunions such as bang tango and now we have the bullet boys reunion 
Yeah, so now my Bullet Boys tribute bane is obsolete. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Torian. Smooth up in ya. Smooth up in ya! I'm actually pretty excited about this. I hope the tour is called Come At Me, Bro. What do you think? That'd be a great tour name. <laughs> I would definitely be down for that. I'm actually hoping to get Mark back or get Mark on the show sometime this year. We'll see if that happens. Uh, it's been uh, radio silence in my efforts so far. So maybe the listeners can kind of reach out and say, hey, bro, you got to go on the show. I think it's, it's but we're, uh, we're partly responsible for the reunion and the surge in popularity of the Bullet Boys. I, I would think so, yeah. I actually enjoyed the last two records more so uh, Elefante yeah. than um, From Out of Nowhere. If anything, I'm probably a little disappointed that they would not touch anything off of Elefante when they do this tour because I do think it's one of the Bullet Boys' best records. That said, I'm actually looking forward to it. Maybe they'll do a record together, all that kind of stuff. I don't think, God, there's just so much negativity and bad blood that is out there that we know about that has been stated and said. This this is not a band that like sat in secrecy while they, they, they stewed over each other. So I, I just... I have two predictions for 2020. I'm going to say it right now. David LaRoth doesn't finish the Kiss tour. He's opening up for them. And this Bullet Boys thing collapses before it succeeds. Huh. Uh, they'll get out. They'll start doing it. They'll do a few shows, but there will be no tour. The same sh- bullshit problems will, will come up. There just isn't enough money to make it worthwhile for everybody that to hate well, Hold on. But, but his, his the band that was the, the Bullet Boys without Mark was called like Lies, Deceit, Mark Slept With My Wife, right? Or was it that, or was it Lies, Deceit, and Mark Stole All My Money? <laughs> it was one of the two. I can't remember the exact... Uh, there's a lot of commas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Lies, Deceit, and Mark Didn't Pay Child Support. Oh, that too, yeah. A lot, lot of things that uh, it's... It, lo- it's it's very rare you see. How about this? Is Sonny Pooney and, and Stephen Michael are they going to basically shut down their podcast because lies, deceit, and, and uh, uh, Mark is a liar uh, <laughs> broke up? <laughs> well, I have to say that the reunion happened because both those pe- both all four of those people were stuck on a boat. Remember, I made a joke about that that they were. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> on that cruise, and the, both bands were there. I guarantee, at some point, they uh, they cracked open a beer and said. Let's make this work. I gotta tell you though, I highly enjoyed seeing the whatever version of Bullet Boys was on the road a couple years ago. They were great. Yeah. Mark was great overall. Both of us had a good experience. It, it was a really killer band, and Mark sounds uh, amazing still. He does. I, I had a great time at the show, and plus they, you know, nobody goes to the shows, so you can get real close. <laughs> well, I don't. You know, there'll be a slight, <laughs> there'll be a slight increase, but I, I have a feeling they'll be playing. It'll say something. We'll play smooth all up in you in entirety or whatever. But hopefully. It's it's not that because it gets really boring. I'm pretty sure if this comes near my area, I'll be able to enjoy a few songs, go take a leak, get a beer, come back, and have my spot right up front without an issue. Well, sure, yeah, but I gotta tell you that this is one of the the those bands of their ilk that's kind of you know that kind of made it, didn't completely make it, that actually do sound good sure. as far as the singer goes. Totally, yeah. I mean, I gotta believe the the band. You know what? I saw the promo pictures. The band looks good. You can't say that about. Uh, Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no uh, reading off an iPad on a pedestal like he's sitting there with one leg. Uh, <laughs> they have all their with, with yeah. readers with, yeah. with readers. <laughs> First thing, whenever I see these band reunions, they go, "Yep, they have all their limbs." Check. 
They have. <laughs> oh, so you're skipping the Def Leppard Motley tour. Oh yeah, that's, that's correct. That's right. <laughs> Oof, that's that's that'll be in another show in the future, people. Well, uh, that, there's plenty out there to to to, to do on that. Oh, we got a lot of stuff already on the on the docket for 2020. But uh, well, I listen, think it's time we get out of here, don't you think? I think it's time to get out of here. I got to tell you, this is easily the best podcast I've done in my car, sitting in the in my parking lot at work. Uh, so far in 2020, so I can put that yeah, on my. Uh, this my is list. also the best podcast ever recorded in my stepson's kitchen in Waseca, Minnesota. You see the dedication we have, people. We make it work for your listening pleasure. Rock's not dead, but Paul Stanley's Twitter page is live to win.
you hear me say gash well uh, enough? Because I think I stuttered when I said gash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 